Blaze Radio Network. And now, Chewing the Fat with Jeff Fisher. So I had an email forwarded to me from Tim. Thank you, Tim. And he put it under the heading. When I read this, I could not think of a more honest person than Jeff Fisher. Thank you, Tim. The email is from Monica Jocelyn Gregg. Hello. I am Mrs. Monica Jocelyn Gregg from Canada, now undergoing medical treatment for cancer. I am married to Dr. Alberto Phil Watson from Canada Nationality, who worked with Canada Embassy in Ivory Coast for years before he died in the year 2015. Before my husband died, we both make a deposit of a total sum $5,800,000 in a bank. Recently, my doctor told me that I few months to live due to cancer problem. Having known my condition, I have decided to donate this fund to a honest person. The fact is that I don't have any child that will inherit this funds in the future. Please assure me that you will act accordingly. I mean, yeah. So, I don't know. Whenever the $5,800,000 arrive, I'll let you know because that'll be my last show. Once I get the $5 million, well, I might do a couple of shows after the $5,800,000 arrive. And then, you know, look for me on Instagram. I'll be on a beach somewhere. Welcome. Welcome to Chewing the Fat. I guess that makes it sound like I'm all about the money, and I'm not. So for five, I still do the show. All right, fine. You have to twist my arm. All right, it's only five million eight hundred thousand. Still have to make a couple of bucks here and there. I know. So I'm sure that we all wake up every day thinking that the state we live in is the most stressful state around. But I have a ranking of the most stressful states, and your state may not be... Well, your state obviously is going to be on the list. (laughs) That's how it works. (laughs) Uh, So state number 50, bottom of the barrel. It's actually the top of the barrel if you don't want to be stressed. Utah. Okay. If you say so, wallet hub. And they did. So uh, this is the list of the most stressful states. All right. There are many different sources of stress. But by far the most prominent in the past few years has been COVID-19. In fact, a recent survey found that one in three Americans sometimes feels so stressed about the pandemic that it hurts their ability to make basic decisions. Overall stress levels are not uniform across the country, though, and certain states worry more than others about specific issues. WalletHub compared the 50 states across 41 key indicators of stress to determine the places to avoid and achieve a more relaxing life. Our data set ranges from average hours worked per week to the personal bankruptcy rate to the share of adults getting adequate sleep. Last month was... Sleep Awareness Month, by the way. Just a little helpful hint from chewing the fat. Um, So the top 10. The top 10 stressful states in the United States of America. Coming in at number 10, Tennessee. 
Number nine, the great state of Texas. Number eight, Alabama. Number seven, Oklahoma. Number six, Arkansas. I know it's Arkansas. Shut up. Five, Mississippi. Don't ever forget how to spell Mississippi. M I, crooked letter, crooked letter I. Crooked letter, crooked letter I. Humpback, humpback I. Abraham Lincoln. Number four, West Virginia. Number three, New Mexico. Oh, man. I thought New Mexico was about. Oh, maybe that was after Alec Baldwin shooting. Number two, Nevada. And the most stressed states. Number one overall. All right, so the number, let's see, I got to look at the at the rankings here. Mississippi was one. About the work-related stress, this state comes in third. Health and safety-related stress, this state comes in second. Oh, the great state of Louisiana, number one. Congratulations. Congratulations. To Louisiana for being number one. The great state of Florida, only 13th. Still pretty high, though, for Florida for stress. That's kind of weird. You'd think, like, Pennsylvania would be a lot higher. New York would be a lot higher. Those are nightmare states, man. I mean, Pennsylvania is, you know, they were. I was okay living in that state, but Missouri's middle. Yeah, Missouri's in the middle. But, like, New Jersey is 41st? Doubtful. Doubtful. That should be a lot higher. Uh, I don't know if you've ever been to New Jersey. Uh, I've actually lived in New Jersey for a short period of my life. Uh, that should be a lot higher in the most stressed states. I'll tell you that. <laughs> uh, there's no doubt about that. But anyway, congratulations. Congratulations. Now you know. Now you know if you live in one of those states why you're so stressed. I mean, you're welcome. One of the things that lead to stress is running out of money, and I see where uh, one in five workers runs out of money before payday. Uh, I would I would have bet more than that, actually. <laughs> I mean, it's going to be more than that soon. But you've got uh, prices are going. I mean, you've, I don't know if you've been to the store lately, but just walk down the aisles. You don't have to buy anything. Maybe you're not buying anything. Maybe you're out of money and you're looking to deep pocket a couple things so you have something to eat. I get it. But uh, do it safely, all right? Make sure you... Now, I'll give you helpful hints on how to deep pocket some things at the stores. Don't worry about it. Just got to make it... Do Whatever you do, don't look around. All right, there's cameras everywhere, so you can't look around like, oh, is somebody watching me? Yes. The answer is yes, they're watching. That's why you just got to do it and move. Just do it and move because while there's cameras there, you know, security may not be looking at that particular camera at the time. And if they are, eh, what are they going to do? Arrest you. (laughs) (laughs) Call the cops over a bag of noodles? No. Well, maybe. Well, maybe. You just never know. Good luck. Good luck with that. But one in five. Are, are going broke or, you know, running out going broke, but going out of money, running out of money before payday. Uh, I, I get that. 
I understand that. One, roughly one in five. All the cost of living has been going through the roof. Households are stretched thin. Uh, they can't make it paycheck to paycheck, according to a new report. Now, they surveyed, according to this, uh, Salary Finance, a report by Salary Finance, and I'm, I mean, can't get enough of Salary Finance. I'm a big fan of them. Um, the wage growth is uh, high by historical standards, but isn't keeping up with increased cost of living. Really? Thank you. But it certainly, I would have bet more than that. I mean, it's got to be one in five, actually, just you just run out of money, right? And that could be, you know, it's payday tomorrow when you don't have any money. Uh, it's payday in three or four days and you don't have any money. You you budget You budget your paycheck to, you know, well... You know, Monday to Wednesday, where what's what's in the house is in the house. That's what you get. And so maybe you're one. You know, if you're one of the one in fives, you know how to how it sucks. But it definitely is there, and it also you probably means that you're living in uh, one of the top ten stressful states because that would be a reason to be stressed. So, did you see where hackers have stolen more than $600 million worth of cryptocurrency from the Ronin blockchain uh, underlying a popular play-to-earn online game, Axe Infinity? The heist is believed to be the biggest cryptocurrency theft in history. Huh. In history. I thought security was you know, blockchain. It was all safe. The attackers then created two fraudulent withdrawals, stealing 173,600 Ether tokens and 25.5 million uh, USD coin tokens. Ether Ether is the second most popular cryptocurrency behind Bitcoin, and uh, USD coin is a cryptocurrency tied to the US dollar. Huh. Now, the uh, Sky Mavis, the gaming company that operates uh, Ronin and Axe Infinity, They uh, discovered the breach after a user was unable to withdraw. (laughs) Hey, you know, I need a little bit of cash. Yeah, no, there's nothing there. Sorry, it's all gone. Oh, that could be an issue. But, okay, so that's $620 million. And I was looking at the other crypto thefts. So in August of 2021, $610 million dollars stolen a hacker attacked the poly network by exploiting a vulnerability in its system yeah that's how all of this happens okay it's a vulnerability in the system managed to steal over 600 million in january of 2018 532 million dollars uh, japan-based coin check had its nem xem tokens stolen nice Again, hackers exploited the fact that the currency was being kept in a hot wallet. Huh. So I guess that would be a vulnerability in its system. Uh, Then we had uh, $470 million stolen. (laughs) Okay. Uh, That was the theft of bitcoins. Huh. Then we had uh, wormhole, uh, $326 million. KuCoin, $281 million. Pancake Bunny, two hundred million stolen. I'm a fan of Pancake Bunnies, by the way. Just so I want to make that clear. Uh, it's a flash loan attack, May 2021. Hacker, hackers were able to drain two hundred million from the platform. 
to carry out the attack the hacker loaned a large amount of uh, binance coin bnb before manipulating its price and dumping it on pancake bunnies bunny bnb market this enabled the hacker to a huge amount of bunny through a flash loan <laughs> bitmart 196 million dollars stolen bit grail 150 million dollars stolen vulcan forged 135 million stolen cream finance 130 million dollars stolen badger dao 120 million dollars stolen coinbend 105 million dollars stolen liquid 97 million oh these bottom two i mean what are the beginners 97 million and 87 million are you kidding me if you're not breaking 100 what kind of criminal are you that's sad that's it there's a lot of a uh, lot of money being stolen and uh, all because of uh, vulnerabilities in the system and i'm worried about getting an email for five million eight hundred thousand dollars these people are stealing hundreds of millions of dollars Where's my cut is what I want to know. Where's my cut? That's a lot of freaking money. But hey, all these these systems are safe. Don't worry about it. Stop worrying. You're fine. You're fine. The, the, the new world order is going to have everything safe in the blockchain. And we'll know everything that you do, when you spend it, how you spend it, how much you earn, what you make. And will allow you to um, purchase the things that we believe you should be allowed to purchase. And you'll like it. Okay? Yeah. That's what I thought. All right, let's go to the break room. I need something cold to drink desperately. Oh. It was so good. You know, we've been talking. We talked about the states, uh, the stressful living in the states. But I see where, according to the Census Bureau report, uh, Phoenix, Houston, Dallas, Austin, and Atlanta gained hundreds of thousands of residents uh, from mid twenty twenty to mid twenty twenty one. New York, L.A., Chicago, and San Francisco lost hundreds of thousands of people uh, over that same same time frame the 10 fastest growing counties in the u.s made up nearly 80 percent of the population growth during that time period and micro areas or regions with a core city of fewer than 50,000 residents reversed their years-long stagnation by increasing in populations uh bozeman in montana and jefferson georgia led the way huh that's interesting isn't it that's interesting i don't know why i just is i see where uh, las vegas is also i love the promo for this because las vegas is going to have a they're going to host a formula one road race in 2023 and they're making such a big deal out of and a section of the track will include the strip uh, you think? I mean, are you going to have it in Vegas? You know, Las Vegas is hosting the Formula One road race. It's going to be out in the desert. 
I mean, the point of having it in Las Vegas is to have it go down the strip. Hello? Duh. But, you know, make, might as well promote it, I guess. You know, whatever. I just didn't make... Why would you want to go and be a part of this if it wasn't in on the strip? It just didn't make any sense to me. That's all. We got the Grammys this weekend. So I see where... Uh, Bina, that's in Vegas too, right? I think the Grammys takes place in Vegas. Ladies and gentlemen, the Sands Hotel proudly presents the star of our show, direct from the bar, Dean Martin. No, no, we're not. We're not doing that. No, that's not funny. First, first of all, that's not funny because you're shooting Dean Martin. Second, it's not funny because you're Las Vegas and shootings. Oh no, no, that's not funny anymore. Okay, we're just waiting to see where the Grammys are. I'm pretty sure we talked about it, and it was going to take place in Vegas. Yeah, MGM Grand Garden Arena. In Las Vegas, Nevada. Ladies and gentlemen, the Sands Hotel proudly presents Is that the, the MGM Grand Garden? Direct from the bar, Dean Martin. Dean's probably not going to be there. <laughs> I thought we discussed the shooting. Okay. No. Well, that's why he's not going to be there. I shot him. No, no, that's not funny, man. That's not. Just isn't. I would have done a who died today. I would have told you that Dean died today if he got shot in Vegas. I would have, that's for sure. Did you see the guy? Oh, man. I've had several people send me this story, and I want to thank you for sending me the uh, story about the man who watched his penis turn black. And then start to rot after Ouch. he inje- <laughs> right after he injected it with cocaine. Thank you. I got it. Okay, I saw the story. I know it. All right. And okay, so if you're if you've been a junkie or been around junkies, you know that after a while it's tough to find a place to shoot up because your veins just go to hell. They get they get floppy and loose, and you can't find a a good one to stick a needle in. And a lot of the uh, a lot of the junkies, that's when they start using their neck. And some of the junkies start off between their toes because they don't want to have the tracks on their arms. So then you've already ruined those. I mean, if if you start off between your toes and you move on from that, uh, <laughs> you're a junkie. Just move on, live with it. So, but that's where they get into. Uh, I remember watching a documentary about the. Uh, black tar heroin in Seattle and uh, they were following junkies around and the junkies were shooting up in their necks and the girl was saying yeah this is the last two really strong veins I've got are right here just above my neck just above the below the jawline here and uh, not good anyway getting back to the guy this guy okay so he in in the Bronx uh, he apparently 
didn't has lost uh, the veins to shoot up in, and so he's running using the dorsal vein of his man part. No, it is not that at all. I mean, it may have started out like that. I mean, anytime you hear stories, I would know. Okay, all right. Don't get, please don't make me walk down that line. Please, because I will. But the, uh, you hear stories about people that, you know, who have done cocaine in the past and, you know, use it as a aphrodisiac and rub it on different body parts for enhancements. So, you know, it could possibly have started out that way, but when you're putting a needle into the dorsal vein of your man part, whew, whew, that is, that, uh, that's an addiction that you don't want. Okay. That's an addiction. Well, maybe you do. Maybe you do. What the hell? You know, if you're going to go, just go. So he admitted to having injected cocaine in the old dorsal vein uh, more than once (laughs) without any obvious problems. But uh, after the long history of intravenous drug use and with uh, most, and I'm sure by the time you get to the old dorsal vein, it's not most, it's all other injection sites have been damaged. So... Apparently, uh, the medics discovered the swelling, the ulcers, the foul-smelling discharge, rotting tissue. Oof. Now, here's the good news, though. They did not find any STIs. I know. <laughs> That's good news. And so they started pumping them through antibiotics and, uh, you know, the condition improved slowly. And then the doc said, hey, you know, we can probably go ahead and cut away all that dying issue on your man tissue on your man part. And uh, even that was too much for my dorsal. He was okay with shooting up in the old dorsal vein. But you start talking about scraping away dying tissue. I'm out. Talk to you later. <laughs> so anyway, thank you all who emailed chewing the fat that story because I got it. So yesterday I talked about the independent order of odd fellows. I was we talked about the story of you know they found the bones in Ohio, a box of bones in a garage, and then they linked it back to an old independent order of the odd fellows ritual that was done, and it belonged to them, and uh, it got moved, and it was left in the garage, and then there it stayed, and nobody messed with it until criminals broke into the garage and started digging around, and they found these box of bones. Well. I haven't. I found their website, Independent Order of Oddfellows, and I'm going to reach out to them. Their main home or their main spokefellows are in uh, North Carolina. But I see, I'm told that we have an oof. I oof. I oof. Independent Order of Oddfellows here in the greater DFW area in Denton, Texas, which is, you know, DFW. 
and they have a cemetery and they have stories about their founders they have and i, I i'm gonna I, I may have to become a member i'm not a big i'm not a big joiner you know me i'm not a big joiner but uh you know you may i don't know i might have to i might have to become a member of the international order of odd fellows do i get like a little pin do i have to wear a little hat i mean i don't know what what do i get what if i'm a member do i have to wear a little funny shoes i'm not sure i mean the motto is friendship love and truth hello i mean that's chewing the fat is it yes the group's mission is to promote the elevation of mankind's character. Each chapter of this order is dedicated to participating in local service projects while facilitating a sense of brotherhood and camaraderie among the community it serves. I mean, I haven't seen, uh, I will say, I'm not at any Denton events in the DFW area, but I haven't seen any little parades I've seen in the neighborhoods. Why? And they must not be in Florida. because I mean, this thing has been going on since the 1700s, since the United Kingdom. Why haven't I ever seen, like, the IOF, the International Order of Oddfellows, in little parades, local parades and stuff, if that's their, what they're supposed to do, local service projects and a sense of brotherhood and camaraderie among the community they should be in these little community parades and stuff with their oof signs and wearing their little international order of odd fellow boots and hats so that people know who they are those are the shriners jeff oh okay well then never mind okay so there's all kinds of royals news so i'm not gonna do you know all royals news here but I will tell you that there's a definite royal special sometime in the near future because I've got one, two, three, four, five, six, seven, eight, nine, ten, eleven, twelve, thirteen, fourteen, fifteen, sixteen, at least sixteen story lengths under my royals tab. So I mean, there's stuff going on. Like uh, there are big news. Charles is going to visit uh, the new Meta building opening up in the UK. And that's especially after Harry and Meghan. <laughs> up against Meta. And Charles is like, uh, well, first of all, uh, Harry's over there uh, with that bitch of a wife of his. I'm over here in love with... And we're having just the time of our life. And Meta, while I don't necessarily agree with everything they do, they're going to give me a lot of money. And uh, we're happy about that. So I'll be over at the ribbon cutting for that, okay? Don't you worry about it. And I'm bringing <laughs> the wife with me, too. However, the biggest news, the biggest news is that they've released a teaser for the new podcast. Now, I thought it was Harry and Megan, but no. This teaser and what they how they promote it is just Megan under the Archwell Audios, and it's called Archtypes. So Spotify went over to the house after a year and said, "Hey, we gave you millions. How about you record something?" 
I'm going to go ahead and leave this producer here with a microphone. You guys can cut something, okay? Now, I know that they're, you know, they're not going back over. They didn't go back over to the memorial or whatever it was, the the get-together for Grandpa, which really was a mistake. That uh, pisses me off, actually. Harry should have been done back for that. But, uh, and he didn't go back for Christmas either. It really ticks me off. However, she's going to die, and he's not going to see his grandma. And Megan is going to be responsible for that. I will say, they wouldn't go back to England because of security concerns. But uh, the Beckhams, David and Victoria, uh, their kids getting married soon down in Florida. You could bet your bottom dollar that Harry and Megan will be there because the Beckhams were at their wedding. And uh, they will be down in South Florida for the Beckham wedding. That's going to be the event of the season. Just saying, it's going to be the event of the season. So anyway, Megan released her teaser for Archetypes, Archwell Audio. And wow, does it sound good. It features a series of sound bites and interviews. Well, why don't I just let Megan, the Archetypes, teaser air for you she's a slut <laughs> people think i should be quiet and submissive and a little emotionally unstable you have the word skanky in <laughs> america emotionally you do unstable. Have that word. i was waiting for you to smile at some of the compliments you didn't they are weaker smaller they are less intelligent this is how we talk about women oh there she is the words that raise our girls and how the media reflects women back to us She's a better actress than that. I mean, she could sound better. I want to know how many takes that was. And I want to know if there's anything else recorded. Somebody get Spotify on the line. Because that was terrible. The audio clips are great. And then play her, just her part. Just Megan. Can we do that? Are you able to do that production value-wise? Or do I have to hear the whole damn thing? Who's a slut? All right. She's a slut. <laughs> People think I should be quiet and submissive. And a little emotionally unstable. You have the word skanky <laughs> I'm a in America. Emotionally we unstable. do have that word. I, I was waiting that. for you to smile at some of the okay, compliments. Here we go. You didn't. They are weaker, smaller, they are less intelligent. This is how we talk about women. The words that raise our girls. And how the media reflects women back to us. I mean, was she making a smoothie in the kitchen? This is how we talk to our girls. And how the media... What, uh, this is how we talk to the girls. And how the media reflects back to us. That's all I'm doing. I've got to fix eggs for the kids. Okay. All right, Megan. We're done. That's a wrap. Take care. I'll, I'll be back tomorrow. <laughs> I mean, they got paid a lot of money for that dribble. I'll tell you that. Don't get me wrong. It's good dribble. Right? I mean, oh, man. I'm not going to... Anything about that? Have we got that container ship? Is it floating again? And I'm not talking about the the one that we lost in the in the Suez, right? Because that one's free. That's the uh, that's the uh, ever given, right? But there's another one stuck here in the U.S. now that's been stuck for over a week. <laughs> that's the ever forward. Not right now, though. He's not going forward now because he's stuck. 
okay? The 1,096-foot vessel is a cousin to the Ever Given. And it ran aground. Oh, yeah. Uh, Ran aground uh, in the Chesapeake Bay en route from Baltimore to Norfolk. And uh, have we got that thing out of there yet? Because it's been almost a week. And you'd think, I don't know, maybe we figure out a way to get that thing taken care of. No? It's still stuck? Oh, okay. Dredging mud and crews made their first attempt at refloating the Ever Forward. Nope. Oh, okay. I thought it was a little over a week. It's been almost two weeks. I apologize. I'm sorry. I don't want to cut them shy or anything. Two weeks. Are we kind of, are we living in caveman days? A ship gets stuck and we can't send in something. I mean, just to pull it out. I don't know what. Call the Hulk. Call Superman. Call Aquaman. Something. Somebody. And pull it, just pull that thing out. <laughs> That's all. I, there's got to be something. According to them, there was no indication of movement. So whatever they're doing, it ain't working. <laughs> All right. So I guess, you know, the refloating operations that is aimed at freeing the ever forward. They're just, we don't know what to do because everything we've tried has been unsuccessful. Uh, well, first we need to find someone else in charge. Let's go ahead and move old Jeffrey Donahue out of the way there from the Maryland Department of Environments, Emergency Preparedness, and Planning Director. And I don't know that that's, you know, it's got to be a page somewhere in their Environment, Emergencies, Preparedness, and Planning Director's book, right? Ship gets stuck. Call Aquaman. Well, it is Friday, so let's play What's the Lie? You don't care if I'm ready or not? I don't really, no. You're just a contestant. I need to be ready, don't I? Don't Uh, I need to be ready? Are you ready? No. Well, yes, I am, but... Well, then let's play What's the Lie? Okay! (laughs) Welcome to What's the Lie? Yes, it's the game that where you, the contestant, try to decipher the lie from our count them one, two, three, four headlines. Yeah, one of them is not true, thus that's why we... First of all, let me just say, lie. Jeffy, it's really great to be here with you. Thank you for inviting me to the welcome, show today. You're welcome. I was just t- telling your producer that I, I listen all the time, and I, I love this show, and I've always wanted to be on it. So I'm really excited uh, well, to be here today. We are excited to have you as well. Yeah. Welcome to our celebrity contestant, uh, Pat Gray. How's your day been going so far? So far, it's been Jeffy? going great. It's, been going it's well? the April Fool's what, edition. What have you been doing? What have you done so well, far Well, we're getting today? ready to play the game of what's I, the lie. I know, but what'd you do before Why? that? <laughs> <laughs> you know, who's where's the producer that booked the celebrity <laughs> guest? Is what I want to know. 
So it's the, so the, the April Fool's right. edition of yes. What's the Lie. April Fool's edition. All right. I'm ready. And this, we're going to give you four headlines, one four of which headlines. is not real. Mm-hmm. All right. That's where you come in and decipher which one is which not one's... real. Okay. So you know which one is the lie. I'm really right. excited about this. And I know your contestants say that all the time, but I don't think they are. I'm actually excited to be here. <laughs> Here we go. Over. In honor of Lollapalooza's jam-packed lineup revealed this week, mm-hmm. happening July 28th through the 31st, more than 170 acts performing. We're going to give you three real musical acts performing at this year's festival, and one of them that's not. All right? You oh. have to choose the one that's not. All right? Okay. Number one, mm-hmm. Coco and Claire Claire. <laughs> Number two, Side Piece. Okay. Number three, boobies. <laughs> Number four, rolling blackouts, coastal fever. Those are the four band names, one of them not performing at Lollapalooza. Yes, he's going to decide which band name is not a real band name. Coco and Claire Claire, Sidepiece, boobies, boobies, rolling blackouts, coastal fever. Okay. Boobies sounds too easy it sounds you know like it would be the one so well, i'm not gonna pick that one well you're not gonna pick that I'm not one i'm gonna pick that one. all right i'm gonna say uh coco and poopoo or whatever the first one was. <laughs> coco and well, poopoo coco and poopoo may yeah. actually be another band performing at Lollapalooza, but coco and claire 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 actually claire. okay is a band it is a band yeah damn it damn what it. would you say dang, if- dark dog, dang it Dark, dude, dang! Dang! Dark, oh, if I only... Oh, God, dang it! Dark, if I would have only... God, should have... Ah, oh, darn! Dang it! Oh, no. Ah, oh, darn. Don't be so upset, Pat, because it was... Can't an, help it! It was an honor to have you on What's a Lie. Was it? Yes, it Are was. you going to tell me what the actual and, not band was? What would you say if I told you, you know, that uh, they were all band names? And it was an April say, Fool's Daily joke, and say you're a douche. <laughs> I just said I was, if if that were true, yeah. yeah. Was it true? But uh, don't worry, it, we're gonna okay. We're gonna send you home with a with a brand new. Uh-huh. Thanks for listening to What's the Lie. What's a Lie is a subsidiary of Chewing the Fat Enterprises. All information is probably accurate at the time of recording. CTF, WTL, MF, XX, II. So actually, mm-hmm. the uh, band name that wasn't real was Boobies. No. Yeah, you were no, right. Then you didn't go with it. I should have gone with Boobies. That think? was the obvious I said that's the obvious one. It's a good rule of oh, thumb. You should always go it's with Boobies. Good rule of thumb always. in life. Always <laughs> go with Boobies. It's a good safety tip. Stream and subscribe to more Blaze Media content at theblaze.com slash podcasts.